Kuzampo and welcome to another segment of What's Current with Gezawangmo and for this week we have a very interesting topic uh, about Zonka Braille Board that has been introduced. So for this we have a special guest. Could you please introduce yourself? La? My name is Mani Kumar Basnit. Um, I'm the leader who have worked on to build this digital Braille Board for Zonka. With me I have my team members uh, with namely Karab Kelsen, Ugin Singh and Sonongmo. And including us, we have a mentor, like a guide while we were in college, Ma'am Dechin Hamo. Okay, so that's nice. There was a whole team who worked on building the spiritual real board. Uh, yes, ma'am. Actually, okay. it was since it was carried as an academic project earlier. So mm-hmm. we were we were always assigned with a guide and a group of friends. So um, I think this is a very interesting topic that we want to discuss on. I think we can say that it's a very interesting innovation, you know, especially if, um, that is dedicated to Zonka in particular. So tell us about how this idea came about, uh, the inception of this idea, la. Whenever we are, we are in like uh, final years of our engineering, uh, we have to do a final year project which will be carried out for a year. And for that, we will be assigned with a group by the college or sometimes we can even form our own team. Mm-hmm. And then we, ha- we have to look out for mentors, guides like Ma'am Dechin Hamu, which we have selected. Mm-hmm. We formed our team. And after that, we had to select a topic. While selecting a topic, there were options for us what to select or what to look. Mm. We narrowed it down to assistive technology. Mm, okay. Personally, assistive technology is what I'm interested. So on looking at that, we thought like again, assistive technology it is again very broad. Let's okay. narrow it down. So we looked into our country only and we found like, uh, how about technologies for visually impaired people? It mm. came certain. Then after that, we looked, uh, we searched for technologies, uh, devices that the current uh, visually impaired people in our country are using mm. and we found there are no devices as such not even a smart stick uh, so we thought like uh, okay smart stick there's no issue in develop building uh, such a prototype but it cannot be taken as a final project also we had to go for a little bigger one mm. so we thought first the idea was like how about a laptop kind for visually impaired people we researched more yeah. and we found there are boats digital uh, there are boats called braille boat so again, on looking at that, we found like visually impaired people, how they read is like, um, they have to know the braille codes, braille codes, which includes like six dots or eight dots in our country, especially six dots. This combinations of the six dots used to like um, represent unique characters in our Zonka alphabets. So every character in Zonka, they are being represented by these braille codes and they are unique to each other. Uh, so we found out that there are braille codes people used to read with that. To read that again, this braille door, braille codes, they are being printed on the paper. Mm, so okay. what the user have to do is like they have to fill those dots which are being printed on the paper. Mm-hmm. It is little bit raised, oh, so user okay. can feel it physically with oh, their fingertips. Okay, yeah. So they happen to read it like that. And we thought like, wow, interesting. So meaning in our case also like we have papers we also write, mm-hmm. but. Another thing is that we have digital devices over which we can write and save also. So on looking at them, there are no devices as such. Mm. They were like solely dependent on papers only. So mm. if they have like something written today and if uh, next week, if they have to refer this paper again, they have to look out for this paper again yes. physically and mm. get that paper and again read from start. So again, we researched over like digital anything. Is there anything related to digital which can digitally solve this. And we found like there are both digital mm. braille boards already internationally. The thing was as shared earlier also, mm-hmm. the price was the main thing, it was really expensive. So, and again, there's no devices for Zonka 
तो देन वी डिसाइडेड फाइनली लेट्स बिल्ड अ डिजिटल ब्रेल बोर्ड फोकसिंग ओनली ऑन जोंखा फॉर दिस वन ईयर एंड हेल्प आर पीपल हियर इन अ कंट्री सो दैट दे कैन लाइक रीड एंड राइट थ्रू दिस डिवाइस दैट वॉज द मेन ऑब्जेक्टिव एंड विजन एंड अकॉर्डिंगली फ्रॉम दैट डे वी स्टार्टेड इट बिगेन फ्रॉम लाइक अगस्त अगस्त ट्वेंटी okay that's really interesting i think the whole idea was very um interesting how it came about uh you found a problem a thing that was missing here in our community in our country and you found a solution to that and i think that's really great um i think that's the whole idea of having technology right to yes, uh build a solution mm. for your community and you also talked about the paper that our visually impaired community were using so yes. like uh, for the international uh, braille board and for our braille board is it very different like do you have to have like a different digital things that has to be assembled for zonka and uh, for international can't you use the international board as well to maybe you know incorporate our zonka as well in that huh, excellent question ma'am yeah uh we thought like first while beginning this project we found the idea everything was clear architecture was clear we thought to like replicate the one which are already there mm. the branded products on seeing their products the main thing that like that was very expensive was the uh refreshable braille display mm. which is piezo piezo based that component was very expensive why that component again is very crucial is that to read it uh, digitally there should be like tactiles which mm-hmm. should be like popping up like in on papers we can feel those dots which mm-hmm. are raised so for digital thing those actuators should be popping up yeah. and their sizes should be small there mm-hmm. should not be overheating issues and all oh, so okay. the one which is already developed and professionally built it is expensive mm-hmm. and that has that covers all these benefits mm-hmm. it is readable less heat very compact and mm-hmm. small size standard size again mm-hmm. so that was the main thing so to procure that itself like it was very expensive on for four sales four set of sales braille sales mm-hmm. uh when we like enquired we found like it cost around 53000 oh just for the four sets of sales oh, oh yes. my god yeah and <laughs> it's really expensive we, yes it was expensive <laughs> our initial plan was like we can build within 20000 but that sales alone cost around that much so it was out of the question it was out <laughs> yeah. of the question <laughs> yeah so that was the main thing so that's mm-hmm. why we couldn't like replicate the ones which are which were already there mm-hmm. so we found the alternative we looked for the alternatives so instead of those piezo based refreshable dis- display yeah uh we found like their actuators which are solenoid based mm-hmm. but the thing with those actuators is that they're bulky mm-hmm. they're heating issues mm-hmm. more circuitry needs to be Uh, made since it is already not built and those yeah. solenoids those actuators are not particularly built for this braille display mm, those okay. are mostly used for like uh, door locks and all oh okay so we have to work extra again out there to and make it for, uh, for the braille. braille board yeah but still and we worked with that because mm. the cost because it was cheaper mm-hmm. and it can like um, achieve our objectives help in achieving our objectives it mm-hmm. is tactile mm-hmm. so 
that's it mm, okay so yeah like uh, i see that you have gone through a lot of process to actually make this happen and i think one very thing that is different from the international braille board is because uh, the braille board that you have developed uh, you and your team have developed is much more cost efficient and yes. um, yeah like yeah. they can buy it <laughs> yeah. so yeah like uh, it seems that you have done a lot of research and like for this you know to uh, develop a software like this did you have to learn um, you know braille so yes uh, braille codes yeah. we had to learn it we had to refer it not learn also there was nothing good in learning mm-hmm. so we had to refer those for software development Mm-hmm. since we have to map all those codes with the inputs in our system we made uh, use of six buttons correlating with each uh, cells mm-hmm. for the braille code mm, so we had to map so for that we had to refer the uh, braille codes for our zonka mm, okay so a lot of research has been done this is yes, very ma'am. nice and now like you know you also talked to, to the visually impaired community as well uh, i was going through the whole uh, news that came out as well and you uh, i think uh, you and your team went to the visually impaired community and talked to them about how useful this can oh, be yes, so yeah like tell us about how this happened and um did you have to make any major changes to actually you know make it user friendly for um, the community mm, yes actually initially when carrying out this project the design we proposed for all ours mm. our zone we did refer to the international ones how they are built but we didn't copy mm-hmm. since we have to like put our own features yes and there were again important features which we didn't like incorporate in our devices mm-hmm. so basic ones so for that we had our own designs we didn't take feedbacks from any visually impaired people mm-hmm. so we referred and did our own and at the end we did decide that we need a pilot testing for our device mm-hmm. since after developing this prototype though for them and if we didn't do, if we do not like include them or get that feedbacks uh, it won't be much of valuable yeah so for pilot testing we went uh, we got an opportunity firstly uh, there were a group of visually impaired people which came to our college cst mm-hmm. so we took that opportunity we grabbed that opportunity mm. so we asked them though they had their program actually their own yeah. program in our college we asked we requested them to test our prototype though it was not completely built during that time there was all the circuits yeah <laughs> it is very opened there was no proper case designed also yeah they just had to fill the buttons and they were okay with that so mm. we are lucky that we had the six major buttons which was yeah. actually like okay mm. so we asked them they came they agreed and they tested our devices and first thing after hearing uh, an audio for character ka they mm. typed ka through mm-hmm. let through those buttons example one and three button after yeah. pressing it the actuators there they happen to pop up they felt it they were like wow mm. and second thing they heard the audio ka mm. they were like wow what is <laughs> what's happening <laughs> what's yeah. happening yes their expression was since the thing is that in our country most of the software they do use laptops and all yeah how they use it is like through screen readers and mm-hmm. these screen readers are integrated with um, english language so they are used to with english words english languages on mm-hmm. so suddenly hearing zonka while using such devices yeah. they were like surprised and amazed mm, okay that's amazing though yeah i think i think this is going to be a re- uh, game changer for our yeah. co- uh, visually impaired community <coughs> and they'll be actually able to communicate with um all the people around them using uh, zonka language that's yeah, amazing yes, yeah after that um, they were happy and they g- gave us contact to dpo DPO disabled people's organization they also happened to know about our devices from that day oh so they okay. were also interested and they shared like you can present your topic to us also let's see how we can help you and support you in developing this prototype further though we couldn't de- do this during our academic 
uh, days yeah after graduating we happened to visit them mm-hmm. they invited us we went to dpo mm-hmm. we presented our prototype they were happy they gave us multiple feedbacks they mm-hmm. gave us suggestions mm-hmm. and um, they were also happy with how much progress we have made yeah exactly though it was not though it was supposed to be for a year but we didn't carry out for a whole year because there was like research phase components procurement which took around 5 months so they were happy on hearing that and after receiving those feedbacks we we kept note of those feedbacks mm-hmm. and we did incorporate some of them mm-hmm. like simple thing like arrangements of six buttons mm-hmm. <coughs> for braille codes then again we got an opportunity to meet ministry of education mm-hmm. and skills and development they again invited us to present our prototype mm, okay so that it can be used in schools as well yes oh, okay that was the idea yeah so after presenting them they were also happy they mm-hmm. suggested some like portability durability and all yeah then after that there was talk for funds oh, which, okay. which we haven't proceeded yet oh, but we are okay. in talks still Oh, okay, that's interesting. So yeah. there's a lot of progress that's being made right now, and you've just graduated recently. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I can see that you're already uh, going to become a leader <laughs> of s- this great innovations. It's it's amazing, and you know, like um, exactly, you talked about durability, whether it be portable or not. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that. How user friendly is this? And I think you've already given us an answer on how user friendly it is. You have uh, taken the feedback from the community, from the disabled uh, people's organization, and incorporated that. So tell us about portability. and about the cost um, definitely going to be cheaper than the international one but uh, how much would it re- uh, actually range from and how portable is it going to be and can um, you know um, people as young as uh, you know four or five years old will they be able to use this device um, tell us a little more about that with current prototype um, not children's cannot use it uh, elders they can use it but not for longer times mm. because still there has to be lots of improvements to be made mm-hmm. with the circuits and whole case itself and again the components we have searched researched during those time it is not efficient at this mm-hmm. time so we are looking for better ones mm-hmm. and in terms of cost um, it will be cheaper from international ones and again it depends based on features with basic features it can go less than 10000 but again with the multiple features like we are working on language models integrating them screen reading software oh, okay uh, other peripheral devices uh, those things can mean those things may increase the cost mm-hmm. which can range uh, above 10000 out mm-hmm. okay we'll <laughs> so just it, keep it so it so will yeah. depend so basic things just to read write and say this those that can be achieved within 10000 oh okay so if they want a device which is very professional Mm-hmm. then it can depend. yeah the price can go up because yes. it needs more components yes I agree. Oh, okay so um you know talking about i think when it comes to devices like this you have to input a lot of data to be able to uh, you know yeah. give <laughs> a result like that so how difficult was it for you to you know bring in um zonka alphabets I, i'm sure you must have had to put a lot of data relating to zonka words and everything so tell us about how difficult it was for you to obtain those data and you know make a zonka braille board out of it uh in our time it was easy yeah how it was was uh, we didn't you make use of any nlp models mm-hmm. during the during our time what, it what's was an nlp model <laughs> nlp stands for like natural language processing oh okay so using those techniques like people can come up with um softwares like the current ones english to zonka translation mm-hmm. speech translation and all mm-hmm. so we didn't come up with that Mm-hmm. we instead come up with direct alphabet audio oh, meaning okay. uh, like we record it in our own radio station in our mm-hmm. college we do have ndld mm-hmm. the ndld club 
देट हेज आर रेडियो स्टेशन सो इन आर ओन रेडियो स्टेशन वी रेकर्डेड ऑडियो फॉर एवरी कैरेक्टर सोखा आवर इनिशियल फोकस वॉज डेवलपिंग दिस प्रोटाइप ओनली फॉर चिल्ड्रेन ओनली फॉर चिल्ड्रेन मीनिंग यू विल बी फोकसिंग ऑनली ऑन लर्निंग अल्फाबेट्स एंड न्यूमरिकल्स सो फॉर देट वी डिन हैव टू गो लाइक होल वर्ड Uh, audio and all. Mm-hmm. So for those kind, we yes, we do need models to be integrated. Mm. So for the basic ones, we could record thirty uh, characters. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. with that. <laughs> and just few numbers. <laughs> yeah, just few numbers. So so we record it in our own station mm. with the help from friends like Yang Shilamo, one mm. of our classmates only, and we have Sonongmo, my own group member. Mm. Two of our audio we integrated in our device. Mm-hmm. So at the end, though we couldn't give audio for whole word, but mm. the audio was generated. for every characters and numericals mm. so it was easy uh, you have talked about how uh, there were international braille boards that were being used uh, and some paper based uh, braille that was being used so like uh, yeah they they were using those uh, to communicate uh, for now to learn so how is this going to change uh, their you know life by using zongha braille board uh, though we are seeing right now zongha since for our academic we focused only on zongha But now it won't be like fully Zonka, Zonka digital breadboard. It will be multilingual, oh, even okay. English Zonka, and numericals also numericals in the sense even they mm-hmm. can do math math related works in our mm-hmm. device. Okay. So it will be whole like a computer for them. So what this device can do for them is like they can remain up to date with us. Mm. So there cannot be any gap between the visually impaired and the ones who can see. Oh, okay. So yeah. to reduce the gap. Yeah. So yeah, I I think I can I can understand the idea <laughs> that that was there behind this project. So now um you know uh, we I think we've got a lot of information on how this whole idea came about and what your motive was, mm. the purpose of this uh, whole project. So you know just wanted to ask you uh, what now like what other plans do you have from here on? Do you have any other improvements? and features that you want to add i think you've mentioned some of the features as well yes. so yeah like from here on what do you want to do <laughs> um there are lots lots of things to be done <laughs> yeah. from the basic itself mm-hmm. <clears throat> but ignoring uh, everything at the moment we are more focused towards uh, funding funding is the main thing for our research without fund uh, it will be very difficult for us to do research procure uh, components for testing debugging so mm-hmm. we are looking for that and we have cst our own college college of science and technology mm-hmm. so i'll be working with cst and we have like moe mm-hmm. so we are discussing at the moment for fund and how to go about next mm, okay. so accordingly there will be more of research uh, visiting sites schools interacting with students what are needed what are not what to be incorporated and what are not to be mm-hmm. it will go on so we are hoping like at within around 1 year or 2 mm-hmm. to complete this and mm-hmm. come up with a complete prototype oh okay so you're giving a duration of 1 or 2 years yeah. to complete the whole thing so that's nice and um yes the distribution hasn't started right uh, right now it's still in the development phase okay similar to digital braille boat uh, like uh, i'm looking out for projects which are more towards assistive technologies to help people around um so i'm doing research for those and there are some projects that i'm carrying out at the moment in dhi uh, those are some of the projects and i'll share about it more later mm-hmm. <laughs> not now so yes i think with this we have uh, come to the end of it we have got a lot of information on this and uh, thank you so much for making some time to come here and inform us about <laughs> this new technology that, that's going to come out in uh, yes in the market and i think uh, especially a technology like this is important to um <coughs> 
have a more inclusive community where everybody exactly. can um, you know communicate without any gaps like you said earlier so that's amazing so now you know before we end do you have anything more that you'd like to add on um, you know that I might have missed out on asking you to youth around to those who are listening I would like to say um, look out for problems that are seen locally and try to solve it digitally like mm-hmm. ours you can see a simple example out here how we have turned it just to read and write from paper we have converted into a digital box mm-hmm. out here so similar to that need not be big just look out for small ones and try to solve it mm-hmm. digitally and go on accordingly with this we have come to the end of this week's segment of what's current with Kezo Magmo and on today's episode we talked about the digital Zonkhat Rail Board that was recently developed and um, I think uh, with such innovative technologies coming up we can see and move towards a future uh, where we can have a more inclusive community and with this we have come to the end thank you and stay tuned for another episode only on BBS Radio goodbye